of uh, this year, and we're starting to look forward to next year. Um, we kind of set a few things on pause through the holiday season, and in January, some of those are going to be pick, picking back up. So our calendar is still being put together because we don't know which ones or when they're going to be starting, but we do have um, the ones that we had originated in the last year that will start back up again. Uh, the women's gatherings are going to start back up again soon. Um, the men do, a, it's called Whiskey in the Word, like a Bible study. You don't have to drink whiskey if you want to be a part of it, but you can come and have some fellowship there. Um, and we go through the Word, uh, and that's the second Friday of every month. Um, and Brethren Brew Pub has their, their gatherings on the first and third Tuesdays of the month, or at like every other Tuesday, and those will be starting back up again soon too. So um, be, look, be on the lookout for the calendar next week. Um, those should be coming out uh, at the beginning of the week or next Sunday. Okay, so all the details, if you guys know me, I'm not great with details, so <laughs> that's why I got to write them down and give them to you when I get them, all right? So um, we are wrapping up. If you guys have been with us over the last year, uh, this is the last day of the first year that I've been able to be in this position, and yeah, it's been a fun year for me. So this marks one year of being in this position as the lead pastor here, um, and a lot has changed over the course of a year, uh, and some exciting things, um, some uh, hard things, and all of the things have led us to the exact place where we are at right now. And so I think what we're going to do, I, um, I want to acknowledge some of the things in the past, look at where we are right now give credit to the accomplishments that we've done throughout the year, and then start to look forward um, to the coming year. But I tried to find some memes, and I wanted to see which one of these you guys kind of relate to as your, your sentiment heading into the new year. Are you like Carlton, say, I'm bringing in the new year like a boss, and you're all excited about it, and, and you're ready to move forward, and you have anticipation and drive, and you're motivated to take on 2024, or are you like this guy, if you're a fan of, what's this movie? Sam's not here. Fight Club, right? First rule of 2024, never talk about 2023. If you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. Um, if you were like, 2023 was just terrible, and I don't want to talk about it, I just want to move forward, you might be in this boat, right? You could be like, this one, where if you set up your um, goals or your resolutions for the year, you're saying, I, I know I've messed up in these areas and I want to try to avoid these vices. I'm going to put these kind of restrictions on my life and you're setting goals and you're saying, I just want to go in and, and um, quietly sneak into 2024. Some of you might be like that. Some of you might be like this. I don't set New Year's resolutions because I know I'm going to fail, right? Good luck with your New Year's resolutions, okay? I don't know where you guys are at. I know Christmas, the whole season for some of us can be uh, anxious-ridden. They can have anxiety. It can be a tough time of year, um, especially if you had to have Christmas with family, right? Sometimes family can be hard to deal with, and I've heard that there was drama in some family gatherings, um, my, my family's not, not included in that, right? 
Some of you have three, four, or five, six gatherings that you go to. Some of you are hosting. Some of you are traveling. And the aftermath of Christmas kind of sets in on dis- like December 27th, 28th. I know we took two days and just said, we're doing nothing. We're going to stay at home and rest and recover from all of the holiday craziness. Right? Well, those two days have passed for us, and now we're starting to look forward at what is to come. And we are setting... Um, some goals, well, not necessarily goals, I want to call them more, they are goals, but I want to look more at some habits and establishing some habits throughout the year um, that can become goals that you accomplish, but what are some habits that you're going to try to set up for the year? In acknowledging the past, I do want to say that we trust in the Lord with all our heart and lean not on our own understanding, and in all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight. If you guys are newer to Northgate, um, and this church, or if you have heard about any of our history, uh, the church has been around for 103 plus years. Is that right? 103? I know we had our 101 party two years ago. So I think we're going into 104 years of existence here in this church, which means this church has been through ups, downs, lefts, rights, overs, everything, right? Over 104 years, you can imagine all of the things that this church has seen. Um, and we want to acknowledge that. We want to acknowledge that our past has been beautiful and it's had its struggles. And even in our, in our last year, we've, we've transitioned again and we've, done, uh, you know, we've tried to reestablish who we are and des- describe what our identity is and come in and step into our own. And um, I did, even just this morning, get an opportunity to go, wow, okay, there was some growth in our prayer meeting where it's like at the beginning of the year, um, we kind of reestablished this emphasis on prayer in our time before the services. And before it wasn't a huge thing. It was a, like, hey, we, we're just going to welcome God in with a, a simple prayer. But now it was like everybody around the circle and our staff was praying for this meeting. And it's, wow, we've come a long ways. We've grown in prayer as a, a staff and as people who put on this service. So um, acknowledging the past, acknowledging that we've had our ups and downs, our struggles, and now we get to kind of celebrate the, the triumphs and where we are right now, okay? So looking at some of the things that we have done this year, I wanted to look at our values, and then we're going to have discussion around those values. Um, in setting these habits and goals for the coming year, I know for myself, I've tried to identify what do I want to see happen, right? Identifying what the desire is first. What do I want to see happen in the coming year. And then once I decide, decide what it is that I want to see, for myself, personal goals, I want to I run another marathon, right? So in, in establishing this goal for myself, something that I want to do, I can work backwards and say, in order to meet this goal, I have to run this many miles this week, I have to lose this much weight, I've got to focus on my training in this time, right? There's a goal in mind, but in order to reach that goal, I've got to say, I'm going to do these certain things. As a church, what we've done is we've already established what our values are, what we want to be as a church. And, and we have those written in our hallway as you guys first walk in. I don't know if you've ever taken the time to read them or see them, but they are, each five of them are on the wall as you walk in. And I wanted to look at how we hit those values this year. The first one is city-mindedness which the, the statement for it is that we're called by Christ to impact our world for his glory and our neighbor's blessing. 
We believe that as Northgate, we are situated right here on this corner on this piece of land in this part of Manteca so that we can be a blessing to our neighbors. And I will admit that as we did some of our, our surveys and looked at things that we were doing, this is one of the areas that we were lacking in this year. Okay? However, um, we did uh, see, a, see God working in a few different ways. The brewing company opened uh, earlier this year in February, and it's been a huge source of community throughout, the, um, throughout Manteca. And I know I've got to experience quite a bit of excellent conversations uh, at the brewery to talk with people and get to know people and be a part of the community and its surroundings. Um, we also engaged in supporting the, the Pregnancy Help Center, Love Inc., and the Second Harvest Food Bank in various different ways throughout the year. Okay? So we do have um, some ministry partners throughout our community that are helping in the city that we would love to expand on and be more involved in in the coming year. Okay? Some of the questions that I uh, came up with that eventually we're going to talk about around the tables are listed on each of these sections if you want to read them as we go along. So the question that I'm going to ask about city-mindedness in the coming year is how can our church better serve and impact the local community? What specific goals can we set to engage with and understand the needs of our city? And how can we be actively involved in citywide initiatives and outreach programs? <clears throat> I've been in large churches before where the vision and the goals come from the person at top and then the church kind of falls in line. We don't want to do that here. Okay? We believe in communal interpretation of scriptures. We also believe in the community of us talking with each other and collaborating with each other to say this is where we want to go. So I'm not trying to set goals for us. I want us to talk about it around tables and say, hey, here's some different ideas that we could do. This is where God is, is leading us in this different way. Pray about it together and then go and do it. Okay? So you guys in this morning, in, this, in these conversations, and we might carry on these conversations for several weeks, weeks, is talk about what are some of the things that we can do together in order to hit these values, in order to be doing these things as a church. Okay? So this is the first one. The second one is worship in the word, which brings encouragement and unity to the church, conviction and comfort to the curious, and energy and momentum for God's kingdom. Okay? Um, some of the ways that we've in, done this this year is we've included several new faces on the, on the worship team, right? seeing some of our younger ones step up into positions of singing, playing the bass. Um, Kira's been helping with, with our youth. Uh, we brought her on as, as the, the leader over the, the youth and the children's. Um, in our series, we went over Ephesians, the book of Ephesians, in our masterpiece series at the beginning of the year. Um, we looked at the word ashes and looked at sacrifices throughout the Old Testament, if you guys can kind of remember through our sermon series. Uh, we spent six weeks in the book of Acts. We developed an understanding of uh, major religions in the world, if you guys can remember that series. Um, we went through the senses series where we talked about worshiping God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength and using our eyes and our ears and our um, touch and all the different things, the ways that our senses can get us involved in experiencing God. And then we spent the latter half of the year in some scripture in the Minor Prophets, Themes in Romans, and the book of Revelation. <laughs> right? To me, when I looked back on that, I was like, that's a pretty heavy theological year. We went through Acts, Romans, and Revelations all in one year. That's a lot, okay? Um, and even though it was a lot, it still felt like it, was an, where we could, like it was where we could chew it off and spend some time on it and really dissect it. 
Um, but we could look at more extensive, longer sections in different parts of Scripture. Uh, maybe you have some creative, unique ways uh, to experience God through worship and the Word. So, those questions, I won't read through all the questions because they're printed out for you. But what can we do to kind of enhance the worship and Word experience here at Northgate? Um, the third one, being known. Being known. It's experiencing your place in Christ's family where you can belong, engage, and serve. Um, as I look around the room, several of you were not here at the beginning of the year. Welcome. <laughs> right? I'm glad you guys have come in. I'm glad you guys are, are, are feeling welcome here uh, in this place. And it's, I hope it's a place where you do feel like you're known, um, where we get to know your name, who you are, where you're from. This isn't a church where you really get to hide. <laughs> Um, we want to be a part of your life. And as, you, as we get to know you, I hope you get to know who we are and engage and serve in all the different ways that we have um, available for you. How can we do that better? Right? Um, if you are newer to us and, and uh, you're just coming in and you're feeling us out and you get to know like, what Northgate is all about, how can we welcome you in more? How can we um, be a part of your life? Okay. Um, I think that we made some strides in this over the years. We recognized it being a weaker point. So that's when we started the women's gatherings and we started some other Bible studies and we tried to do um, a few different activities together, the children and the youth and bringing in Kira and her focus over there. All of those different things, family ministry-wise, um, but there's also a lot of room for growth. So how can we do this better, right? And there's questions that go along with those on your on your sheet, on your table as well. And I'm trying to get to those. Uh, I just want to cover the last two real quick. The fourth one is inner self. The inner self is growing in awareness through the spiritual disciplines, exercising your spiritual gifts, and growing in the fruits of the Spirit in you. Okay? This is a tough value to measure because really this one's up to you. Right? Um, we do believe as, as a brethren denomination that there is a sense of responsibility for you to work on your own relationship with God. But we can also help you with that. So what are some ways that we might be able to help grow the inner self, knowing that it is still your own personal responsibility? How can we spur each other on to a deeper growth? I know I've experienced that throughout this year through conversations that I've had with um, some of the, the wiser people in this room, right? My wife is one of them as well, okay? The last one, uh, Transform 360. Christ's death was to bring transformation in all areas of your life, whether you're five or 105 or committed to leading everyone into that transformation, okay? This is the idea that God can change you, right? I work with very difficult students at school every single day throughout the school year, and I do believe that God can change even the hardest of hearts. That even the hardest, most difficult kids that I, I deal with, I go into the classroom every day believing that God can change anyone. And he can bring anybody to a state of repentance, and he can bring a transformed life, creating from an old creation into a new creation. He can create you new. Um, what are some of the ways that you've experienced transformation throughout the year? And then maybe how can we um, work on this and do this better, okay? <laughs> Through all of this, there's extreme gratefulness. Um, I get excited about seeing where we have come, 
where, where we are right now, and then I get even more excited thinking about where God's going to take us in the coming year. Uh, as an, an expression of um, thankfulness, I say, but seek first his kingdom, his righteousness. All these things will be given to you as well. Also give thanks to the Lord for his good. His love endures forever. In looking at all of the things that we've done and celebrating them, um, I want us to keep that focus of seeking him first in all of the things that we're going to do. And his kingdom and his righteousness um, will be given to you as well. Over the next four to five weeks, I want to look uh, specifically at this verse and what it really means to bring the kingdom to earth, okay? So <clears throat> I'm going to cut us loose into the discussions around the table. What I want you to first do around your tables, Rosalind, if you want to join a table where there's more discussion, yeah, feel free, um, then I want you to first identify which of these five values do you guys think is the most important for us to hit well in the coming year? Um, and I want you to start with that one and then work your way down. Um, and I want you guys to write on the papers that are on your table um, because I want to collect them at the end. Because I want to see what is being processed around the tables, what you guys are thinking. Um, so number them from one to five as a table. And not every table has to be the same. So which of these do you think are the most important to the least important? Most important being one, two, three, four, five. Um, and then start with that, discussing it, and then take notes. If you guys come up with a great idea about um, how we can encourage our members to be agents of positive change in their workplace, schools, and neighborhoods, and you're like, yes, uh, Lizzie's Proposity app, right? And that comes to your mind, just write down like the Proposity app and the ways that we can help around the community. Or, so take notes on your paper about your ideas that you come up with, number them from one to five, and then at the end of the day, um, I'm going to collect them so that we can discuss them as a staff and as a board, okay? So, if you don't know someone, greet them, start talking about the top five, have discussions. I'll come back up in a little bit. <laughs> to piggyback off that, I suppose, um, I was thinking of what Jason said, you know, this isn't really a church you can hide in, and that's what I absolutely love, um, that's why I, I chose a smaller church. I came from a pretty big one, and I just felt like in the big ones, um, I was not only able to hide, but me as an individual, as a child of God, and all that he made me to be was smothered. I not only couldn't breathe, I couldn't really believe his word, I was smothered as an individual, and I appreciate that we're not that here. So. Thank you. Cool. Steven, all right. Okay, so I actually uh, want to speak on why I put number five as number five. Um, just reading through what it lists here, I think if we're fulfilling the other four, we're representing Christ in such a way that we're going to fulfill all those that are listed for number five. Good. 
So I reject your idea of rating these from one to five. I'm sorry. I, I object. I reject your idea. Instead, I have this idea that I created and shared with this group called a balance star. Because just as everyone was saying this throughout the room, I kept agreeing, like, yep, yep. And then they said that was number one. I'm like, oh, yeah, it could be, couldn't it? So I think it would be better for us to do a self-evaluation, see how we are, and then maybe average it as a church, and then watch what growth looks like every quarter, every year, whatever. So something like that. Maybe you should lead a leadership class, Garrett. That'd be great. I'd go to that one. Cool. That goes to different people have different spiritual giftings, right? And we, I, I mean, I know Garrett, he's a great leader, and we have a lot that we can learn from that. So, yes, yes, all these things. Good. Um, I look forward to reading your guys' papers. I know it's easier to write them than to have to stand up and express them in words. So if you guys could leave those on the tables um, or... Yeah, just go ahead and leave them on the tables, and I will collect them. I'm looking forward to reading some of the things that you have written. Um, you guys want to end with one last song and sing one last song together? Let's, let's do that. Let's do one last song together. So worship team, you guys want to come on up? Uh, let me pray uh, together as we close out, okay? Let's pray. Father God, I thank you for uh, the discussions that we've had around tables. I thank you for all the different um, insights, giftings, um, understandings about who we are uh, and where we are, where you're going to take us. Um, I pray, Lord, that we would be obedient to the, the leading and the prompting um, that you put in our hearts. Um, I pray that we would be able to hear you clearly as we move into the new year, uh, that we would step uh, one step at a time in the direction that you're pointing us. Um, Lord, our hearts are for you. Our desire is for you uh, to use us, Lord, as a church and as a community um, to bring about the kingdom of God here on earth as it is in heaven. So, Lord, we do pray uh, that your spirit would move um, in each one of us now as, as we sing these songs. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.